In this week's episode, we shift one word to help us take more action. This week's three words, hoping, trying, or doing. Welcome to the Three Word Podcast with author, speaker, and life coach, Lisa Thal. Well, I wanted to welcome those of you listening to the Three Word Podcast for the first time. See, it was a goal of mine to create a bite-sized podcast that would not only inspire you, but those you lead. So thank you for joining us today. And for many of you that have been a part of the podcast series, today I'm excited to share it's my 100th episode, the 100th episode of the Three Word Podcast. So thanks for being along the journey. Well, let's get into the three words we were going to talk about this week. And I'm sure you've personally used these throughout your career, or maybe you're starting to hear them from those you coach. Listen to these three words. I am hoping, or maybe somebody said, I'm trying. Well, I was in a one-on-one coaching session last week, and we were reviewing his pending business. And what my goal is in each coaching session is really to focus on a handful of accounts, accounts that we could brainstorm or collaborate on to helping move the business forward or at least discover what might be keeping them from saying yes to the solution program that was presented. So I went on to ask him about a particular account he'd presented a solution to. And then I asked him, what's your confidence in converting this account? And he replied, well, I'm hoping that they say yes in at least a day or two. And then I slowly replied and said, you know, hope is not a strategy, right? Well, we went on to kind of laugh and then he said, well, I don't mean hope. What I meant is I'm trying to get them to say yes. And then I paused for a moment and then I went on to say, you've got to shift the word from hope or trying to doing. I mean by this, what will you do? What action do you need to take? Because hope and trying just isn't a great strategy. So here's what I know. Most of us listening want to control our own destiny. But here's an interesting fact. When you think about sales, 80% of sales requires at least five follow-up calls after that first meeting. I mean, think about that. Also think about this, 44% of sales reps give up after one follow-up. Of course, not my three-word podcasters because you're gonna follow up at least three times, right? Okay, what we know, it takes proper persistence, right? To stay connected with that client, especially after that first meeting. Our goal is to provide a solution to our customers' problems and their needs. That's what we have to discover. But think about this. Only 13% of customers believe we even understand their needs. So remember, it's always about filling their needs and their problems, not ours. So what can you do today to start standing out and not have that five-call follow-up, right? Here it is. Tell a better story. Tell a better story about solving their issue at your very first meeting. See, storytelling to me is one of the most powerful techniques you have to communicate and motivate that buyer to working with you. See, using stories to support your program will further connect you with that prospect and then also significantly increase your ability to close that deal. So maybe give examples of how your product or service has helped other companies. That would be really great. Also, share a case study of a current success of a client you're working with. That'll also support why they should be working with you. But here's a clue. If you're presenting to an analytical decision maker, Share more data to support your recommendations. 
For example, if you're calling on the ABC company, explain to that data-driven decision maker that you implemented 100 form fills on their website in 10 days, which resulted in 20 clients. Be real specific on that case study. And then after all that, follow up with a statement that might be like this. Is this the type of growth you would like to experience? Or you could say maybe, this is a great conversation we're having and it sounds like we have a perfect fit. So let's get started. See, I believe the best sales presentation is not a presentation. It's a great conversation, a conversation that converts a prospect to a customer. See, we have to figure out how to create a genuine connection with our prospect or client and also engage through storytelling so you ultimately solve their problem or at least provide a solution they're not currently getting from their current vendor. Because remember this, people love stories. They remember a great story. So what do you do if you don't get a yes at that first meeting? Here's what you do. You have to get a commitment for a follow-up call. It's one of the most important ways to set yourself apart and scheduling a successful follow-up call. So ask for a better time, a date, anything you can do before you leave or else you're gonna get ghosted and we don't wanna get ghosted. So create that next action step into doing something. So what else can you be doing? Here's an idea, call midweek. See, the best time to make follow-up calls is midweek. The most effective time to book appointments or plan to call and follow up is Wednesdays and Thursdays, not Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays are typically the worst days to call. And why is that? Because people are getting started in their week or they're finishing the work week. Okay, what else can you do? You've got to call at the beginning or the end of the day. What time of day you call is essential. See, you want to call at the right time, the best time when they're available, and more importantly, when they're receptive to speaking with you. And the beginning and end of the day is the best. See, people tend to have more time when they're getting their day started or when they're kind of winding their day down, right? Do not call at lunchtime. That's not a good time. Middays are the worst time to call. But here's what I do with the middays and lunchtime. Take a current client to lunch. Build that relationship, build that rapport. That's what you can do at lunchtime. Okay, what else could you be doing? You have to make multiple calls. As I shared earlier, it takes at least five times, five calls to get that prospect to take action with you. And most people, remember, give up after one. Don't do that. Not the three-word podcasters. We're going to call at least three times, but we're going to make five attempts. That's the goal. See, our prospects, they're not sitting by the phone going, oh, I was waiting for your phone call. When were you going to call? Of course not. They get distracted. They have other priorities. These things are more important than maybe talking with us at that time. Plus, they're probably talking to other vendors, and we don't want that, right? Our job is to show them that we are worth their time. We're going to add more value, and we're going to solve more problems. Something else we need to do is just make sure that we really listen to their needs and provide a better solution to helping them solve their biggest challenge. Share our solution with not only confidence, but enthusiasm, because that will matter. And more importantly, we'll follow up. If it takes five calls, we're going to do it, because we will not give up. So here's more to not hoping or trying, 
but it's all about doing. So keep on doing it, right? Well, if you think someone could benefit from this episode, I invite you to share it, rate it, or subscribe for free at iTunes or Spotify so you don't miss out on the next three-word podcast. Find more episodes and get the book at threewordmeetings.com.